Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. City of Hamilton is uh, trying to figure out just how the downtown is going to grow. There's some wonderful stories about the investment that's gone on downtown. But uh, with uh, progress and uh, with investment and with development uh, come concerns about basically how it's going to look, how it's going to happen. Well, to that end, a new downtown secondary plan is going to be presented. Uh, that's actually going to be presented to the public today, but the planning department is going to debate it a little bit later on. Uh, the person who's probably going to impact the most is the councillor for that area, Jason Farr, the councillor for Ward 2, the downtown area, joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Councillor Farr, thanks so much for the time. Good to have you with us today. Thank you, Bill. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, uh, we've had discussions with some of the folks from Burlington City Council, Mayor Goldring and uh, Councillor Ward, about uh, some high-rise projects that are going on. I know you're familiar with the debate that's gone on. They've actually gone to the OMB on that. And and again, it's the same debate about how we can grow it. I actually had one tweet last week from somebody that says, thank heaven we don't have that in Hamilton. We're about to. <laughs> uh, with this, of course, about the the story we had about the old CHCH property and how high that building's supposed to go. Does this secondary plan address some of those concerns, Jay? Oh, I think greatly. I mean, what we're doing with the secondary plan is going above and beyond what we currently have in place with the secondary plan. Some of the tall buildings that we've seen and even, frankly, celebrated in the last few years, Bill, in the downtown, uh, were the direct result of a committee of adjustment approvals. So they sought variances and a committee outside of council, no councillor sit on that committee or the mayor, uh, received approval to go to the heights that they've gone to. And, 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 and again, without, if any, there was very little protest, but, uh, you know, in the process of building these committee of adjustments, uh, approved, uh, heights and buildings, uh, very little, uh, impact at all as far as residents uh, contacting my office. So while that strategy has seemed to be effective, it certainly is not the kind of strategy you want, especially in the growth district in the city. And so we have been spending several years now putting together a more robust secondary plan, which of course is the approval uh, scenario for all future builds for that uh, area of the downtown, for the growth area of our city. But you got a balancing act here. I mean, you want to promote investment, you want to improve development, improve, and, and, and that's starting to happen. Uh, but with that come cons- some concerns about, first of all, what it's going to look like, and we should get into that, and about building mm-hmm. heights, et cetera. Yep. Uh, the other, and I know it's been raised by a few community groups, is affordability. In other words, people will still want to be able to live there. Uh, you know, you don't want to say, I'm sorry, if you don't make 200 grand a year, you can't live downtown. That's, I, I'm just picking an arbitrary number, but I mean, there has to be some concern for affordability. How do you balance those? Well, that's where you need to embed it into policy. And so, you know, some people lately have been holding up one of the maps of the many maps that are going to be associated to this document, which is probably going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of a thousand pages long in about a month when it comes to uh, planning committee and being released today. I'm speaking generally uh, to you today about the plan bill because uh, probably at some point in the next few minutes, it'll be public. And that's something we've done well ahead of uh, most agenda items. Usually we release them three, four days before the uh, planning meeting. I asked and received uh, permission from my colleagues to get it out a month ahead of time because there's lots of people that want to talk about just those things that you've just mentioned. And what we're going to find embedded in the policy are uh, council, should they approve the downtown secondary plan, uh, addressing those issues, particularly housing, but heritage and heights associated, so zoning rules associated uh, to getting you the heights that uh, we're seeing on that one map, which just shows heights. 
Uh, we have a tall building study that's part of the approval, too. And uh, one of the big pieces that I've been working on for probably over a year now in the last uh, little while, you may have heard me talking about at the end of the last planning committee meeting and before there was a public meeting that happened uh, about making sure that we're inclusive and that we embed in our policy uh, uh, some inclusionary details and, and uh, rules that must be followed to make certain that we address the issue of gentrification, as you just noted. And I, again, I can speak generally to it now, but I can assure you that uh, in the coming minutes when we release this document, I think a lot of people who have also shared those concerns uh, should be satisfied and, and uh, be impressed that for the first time in Hamilton's history, we have a very progressive and a very inclusive law, essentially, around uh, uh, our secondary plan and uh, building heights. But, but I, I guess the concern here, and, and maybe we're getting into wordsmithing, but I mean, it's going to be part of the debate and part of the discussion, is, is one person's progress is another person's gentrification. I mean, sometimes it's in the eye of the beholder. Sure, but you know what we have now is uh, somewhat of a policy in place that says, let's say hypothetically, uh, uh, developer A comes along, uh, buys a surface parking lot that uh, also includes some buildings that have been purchased for an overall development, and in those buildings that they were purchased for this overall development, you might see a demolition, and what they may be demolishing is some affordable units. What this policy is going to speak to is making certain that those people paying those affordable rents are made whole, taken care of, uh, and and that's built into the approval process. So unless they can uh, make certain that they w- return to the finished product and have a brand new unit at that same price point, uh, or they're uh, in the area that they're living and and uh, uh, want to stay in, that they're taken care of through policy and procedure. Um, then that, that, that approval likely will be denied. Certainly, if I'm on council, I would deny that because if we're embedding it into the policy to be inclusive, to make sure we take care of the people who are already living affordably in the downtown core, uh, I think that's an important thing. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.